Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Animal Saturday, your weekly voyage into the world of Florida fishing. Now here to chart today's course, your host, Captain Mike Anderson. Good morning, everybody. Joining me this morning, Captain Scott Moore, uh, one of the most influential and instrumental guides on the west coast of Florida. Uh, talks with the FWC and all them all of the time. Been one of the leaders uh, in in snook fishery management here on the west coast of Florida for many, many years. I want to rattle through some of these calls. <laughs> Scott, we got them backed up. They're stacked like cordwood. Oh, good, we touched good, it. Good. We touched a nerve. Yeah, yeah, we touched a nerve big time. I'm going to check in with Steve Hoffman, our good friends at South Shore Angler. Stevie boy, I really appreciate you hanging on, dude. I touched a nerve this morning. We're kind of lit. Hey, man, I'm retired every day, Saturday. I'm good. <laughs> this is Mike and Scott, I'm a little leery of jumping on that soapbox this morning. My knees are still wobbly from the Hoffman wedding event last week. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Yeah, congratulations um, but, to, to Tiger yeah, and it was, Jen for it getting was married. Absolutely there, yeah. phenomenal having all three boys there, and Terry and I found the two good things out of it: no police, no EMTs. That's all that counts. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's a shocker. <laughs> well, we had one of those. We yeah. had one of those it's, it's a number of years ago, but <clears throat> Thursday night, May the second, TM Mahoney, seven p.m. Captain Lisa Fitzgerald will talk about, she's the, the uh, CCA tournament director. She will talk a little bit about her tournament, and she's going to talk about fishing for redfish. She's good at it, really good. She is, she I, is good I, I at it. I tell you right now, Very her, her seminars are phenomenal. Yes, they Any are. ladies that want to hear it straight up from one of the best there is, you need to come out. It'll be, it'll be an epic seminar for us. Yep, no and doubt. I've got to throw some, some quick, quick props to Jimmy Beagle from Alify Marine and Dave Ramirez from the rec department of the county. They let the adult folks at Sun Towers, an adult living facility down in Sun City, have some of their spinning equipment that they use for their kids' rodeo. And we had an adult kids' rodeo down there yesterday. Nice. Eight of them came up to, to a retention pond. There was one lady who had never fished. Ever, probably 70 to 75 years old, never fished in her life, wanted to see what it was like. It started to drizzle rain. And it wasn't until the activities director said, okay, folks, it's raining enough. We've got to stop. <laughs> and with that long, long kid's face, she looked up and she said, well, okay, but I'm really having fun doing this. <laughs> now, the perfect. cool part about adult children fishing is the fact that when they're not catching, they don't go to throwing rocks and looking to get in some kind of mischief. So that's the cool part of that. Right. But props to those guys. So um, I can say this, Jim Clark has a place down in Inglewood, a vacation home down in Inglewood. He tells me 
that what he saw of the, the red tide and the fish kill down there reminded him of what we had in Tampa Bay in 05. Yeah. I can remember seeing fish for better than six weeks, foot, piles of fish floating with the tide um, in 05. I don't have a prescription for it. I just know we need to get a few doctors to write a few scripts to get it taken care of. Amen. Scott, Scott, good luck on your quest. Um, I, I know you may be the most concerned person out there. The first time I met Scott was at a trout meeting to actually let us catch more trout. It was probably in 11 or 12. I got to meet Eric Botnick that night, Scott, and one of the Crawford boys, and I can't remember which one. Uh, Rick, Rick Lyles and I went over, and it was an interesting event because they actually gave back some fish that year. So Good stuff. My time is up. Thank you for yours, guys. Thanks, Stevie. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Mike. All right, brother. Good stuff Thanks, right Stevie. there. Let's get to uh, let's get to our good friend, Captain Jim Plastic. Captain, how are you? Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Scotty. Top of the morning to you, gentlemen. What's going on, buddy? Good morning. I, th- I, thought you might want to, I thought you might want to chime in here. Oh, you know I do. Mike, first of all, you, you might be the only cheesehead redneck I ever heard of. <laughs> Isn't that I'll, a I'll take that as a compliment. I'm okay with that. I, I like being a redneck. I, some people might get offended by the word, but I'm okay with it, dude. I like to sit in a tree, drink cold beer, and build a fire. So I'm I'll okay with it. Redneck. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, about the closure, about the, about the fishing in the area. Mike, back when I had my boat 12, 15 years ago, I would never go fishing on the weekend because there was just too many boats out there. I'd go on Monday through Friday. And I'd get back at 10 o'clock in the morning, 10.30, and there'd be 10 or 12 you know, trailers in the parking lot at Dandy. A week ago Tuesday, I was there at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and there might have been 8 or 10 empty spaces. Right. Dandy was absolutely jam-packed full. That meant that there was 50 or 60 boats on or more on the water just from Dandy. Right. Now, the fishery cannot stand that kind of buildup year after year after year. You know, 10 years from now, we might have to have a half a dozen more boat ramps just to take care of all the boats. Sure. The pressure is going to kill the fishing. It's going to do it. We have got to look at it in the long run and say, okay, what can we do to protect it? five, ten years from now. And that's the part that amazes me is, you know, there's right. that th- when people think that this this problem just, it doesn't exist. Mother Nature's just going to take care of it. There's always been snook. They'll always be here. I don't believe that. I really don't. The fishing has changed exactly so awesome, much. Man. It's changed so much in the 20 years that I've been guiding in Tampa Bay. I, I, I just, I can't, it amazes me that people think that it's just going to take care of itself. It's just not. Well, like 20 years ago, I would go to uh, the Corby Campbell boat ramp, and there'd be six or eight boats in the water. Right. And two of them would be crabbers that were out getting their crab traps. <laughs> right. But you'd go there during the week now, and the place is just jam-packed full. It's a totally different world. It just is. And if we don't yeah. evolve with it, yeah. we're going to be in trouble. I want to put out one other thought real quick. I must have 25 or 30 friends on Facebook that are from Texas. And every one of them has got four or five pictures of eight or ten trout across their shoulder that are all 24, 25, 26 inches. How in the heck does Texas do it? No, no, you know, it's funny you say that. 
it's funny you say that. They're re, they're going to reduce their stock. Uh, they're going to re, reduce the uh, um, take in Texas. I was looking at that. Are they interesting? Yeah, that is interesting. Yep. I don't know what yep. the I don't know what the regulatory differences are off the top of my head, but. You know, again, you know, that area is, is growing as well with a lot of people fishing. So, Jim Plastic, great call, maybe, my friend. Maybe it's because they're uh, 100 miles north of us. Maybe that cold weather has something to do with it. Could be. Anyhow, yeah. great show, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Jimmy. Always good to hear from you, pal. Really good call. Let's uh, change gears here real quick. We got time for uh, our good friend Dylan Hubbard. D-Hubs, how are you? How are you guys? I'm good. I touched a nerve this morning. I brought in our uh, our snook guru, Captain Scott Moore, and uh, started talking about these closures and all that's going on. And you'd think I, uh, you know, attacked somebody's grandma. Hey, man. Uh, Mike, I wanted to ask Dylan, now, uh, and straighten that, make sure I was right on that. Captains and crew cannot keep their catch, right? Uh, offshore and federally permitted for hire vessels, a captain and crew cannot possess a bag limit of fish okay. for certain right. species. Okay, because I, I want to make sure they didn't. Now, that's not in state waters. That's, that's in federal. permitted. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay. But that applies to state Cleared waters. that up. Yeah. Because of 407D as a federally permitted for hire vessel, even in state waters, I'm still regulated by those federal guidelines, so I still cannot possess gotcha. a bag limit of fish. But what about a guy like me who's an inshore guy? Who isn't federally permitted? If you're not federally permitted and you're fishing in federal waters, you cannot be on a charter. So you're out there as a recreational guy and you can't possess a bag limit. I know, but what about in state waters? I can't. You're right. I can't be out in federal waters anyway. But what about in no, state waters? You can keep your. They don't have that. Okay, yeah. but they on trout. They're prohibiting guides from keeping a bag limit on a four how uh, four higher trip. That goes in this draft rule. But right? that's a good thing. Don't Next you think week. that's a good thing? I think that's a good Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I don't think that's Absolutely. a bad thing. What do I need to take fish home for? What I'm out there have? again tomorrow. That's what, what, they that's did what I'm saying, and it also is against the law to start with. You're, you're not allowed to go off the dock with over your limit of fish. Yeah. Okay? Technically, you're supposed to have a note. Right. What they did it for offshore was just species that w- they were in trouble. So uh, amberjack, red snapper, grouper, those okay. are the species we can't have a bag limit of. Okay. I got but, you. Uh, I'm not changing gears too much, Mike. I enjoy the topic you guys are discussing, and I'll be there at the FWC meeting Wednesday, May 1st. So hopefully I'll see you there, Scott. Um, as far as this whole licensing thing goes, you brought it up earlier, Mike. Uh, legislation, Florida legislation has to change licensing rules, not the commission. So that's a little bit of right. an issue. But in my opinion, people over the age of 65 and under the age of 16 should need licenses. The license, the number of licenses defines the universe for the surveys. And with people over 65 and under 16 not having licenses, it really messes up the ability of fishery scientists to get a good grasp on the universe of anglers. And as far as guides needing licenses for their customers and their customers needing licenses to get on a charter, in my opinion, that's unneeded. But what should occur is guides should have mandatory reporting like the offshore guides. By the end of this year, every trip I go on before I offload my fish, I have to submit a report of what I caught and kept and what I caught and released. And that's validated through an effort survey. So. That that's probably coming. That's probably coming. Even for the inshore guys? I, I yep. Oh, yeah. It's, if they do Alaska, you got to do it on certain rivers. 
boy, yeah. you don't have that log. They'll throw you up. They'll throw you off that river for the year. And if they it's good fishing, you want yeah. you know drainage. It's big I mean, time. Yep. As as a captain, it it removes the guessing. Uh, in the offshore yep. fishery for federally permitted guides, there will be no more surveys, no more estimations, no more uh, algorithms. You're just going to see what we caught and kept, what we caught and released, and it's going to be totaled at the end of the year. So in my opinion, my landings are no longer going to be assumed. My landings are going to be real-time numbers that are verifiable and validated. So to me, it's a lot of work. It's a pain in the butt. But I know the fishery science is solid, and to me, that's worth the extra work. I agree. The science is the key. We got to have the right science, no matter what it takes. We have to know exactly what's out there. Yeah, you pull out your smartphone right. when you get to the boat ramp, Mike, and input a little survey of what you caught and kept, what you caught and released. Your customers don't need to get a license because they're covered under your license. But that survey is going to take care of how many anglers you had fishing. It's going to give the economic impact of your trip, and it's going to sum your total of what you caught and harvested and what you caught and released. And on the on the uh, the whole term of licensing, in my opinion, this federal or the refish endorsement. Now the state of Florida has their state survey for offshore fishing uh, certified. Uh, but that is a free checkbox. When you get a fishing license in the state of Florida, they ask, are you going to fish offshore for reef fish? And if so, they check that little box. Well, when you go to Walmart and get a fishing license, they check all the boxes that are free for no reason. Right. And it's giving bad numbers to the survey and the science managers. So in my opinion, it should be a little bit of a paid checkbox, just like a snook stand. That way it yep. ensures you're not going to check that box unless you really need it. Right. Dylan, I appreciate yep. you, brother. I'm up against the clock here. Great yeah, job. Dylan. Tell everybody how they can find you over there. Keep up the good work, kid. All right. We'll see you at the FWC meeting May 1st. You can check out our live stream show tomorrow night, 830, or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just simply search Hubbard's Marina. And remember, if you're too busy to go fishing, you're just too darn busy. Well done, D. Thanks, buddy. We need a third hour of this show because on days good like input. on Very days you bet input. on days like this when you have all these tremendous voices chiming in it would really be beneficial we got Dennis up next in Sarasota we're going to get our safe boating tip from Captain Jim Fogel we'll be back 970 WFLA Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AM to PM, 16K a day. Your next chance to win a thousand bucks coming up Monday at 6.06 on News Radio WFLA. A little teenage wasteland right there. I like it. Welcome back. Got a short segment here before the bottom of the hour. We've got to get to Dennis in Sarasota. Dennis, thank you so much for being patient. What you got for me? 
Oh, my God, it should be adult wasteland. <laughs> At any rate, this program and the, the subsequent, I really celebrate, celebrate you guys for bringing these issues up and making people think about things. But what you're really listening to is almost a generational divide in some ways. And you have all the oldies, and now you got all the newbies moving here that don't know anything about anything regarding the environment or the fishery. If you want to learn something, fish with Scott or his son for a day, and you'll learn plenty. I agree. Anyway, I have a picture of Captain Pete Green, a friend of mine, with a 50-inch snook a couple years ago, and that big die-off happened. Yep. And when you go into places in Charlotte Harbor and other places, and you see thousands and thousands of dead fish of all kinds, including manatees and porpoises, you know something is wrong. And I really agree with that issue about everybody that fishes should have a license, and with that license should come all the rules and regulations to make people aware that Florida is not what it was five years ago. I, I here, here. I, again, I'm all about the licensing. I think the licenses would help. Um, and again, I think it's important. You guys know where I stand on on some of the waste that goes on with our government. That money needs to be mandated to go back to the fisheries, to uh, to law enforcement on the water, all of those things. And if that's the case, well, then put it in place. One, there's one other issue to illustrate this point. In Sarasota now, the city has turned over the design of the Van Wazel area, which includes the uh, uh, boat ramp area. And once again, out-of-towners, which I call newbies, are going to be designing the boat ramp, which, and according to the new designs, are a disaster. So people have to wake up and stay attuned and educated almost every day the rest of their lives, not rest on their laurels. Amen, Dennis. You know I love your calls, my friend. Thank you so much for chiming in, buddy. Thanks, Dennis. Take care. Good stuff, as always. I love the passion, Scott. I mean, we have such a... We have such a pass, passionate group of anglers here on the west coast of Florida, don't you think? Mike, you don't know the, this about Dennis. He's one of the, in the world, he's a sculpture. Those beautiful sculptures you see all over Sarasota, uh-huh. that's the man does them. Oh, he, I didn't know he's that. He's absolutely talented. Oh, I Very know talented that. man. Great very caller. Talented. Dennis has been a great caller of the program forever. I mean, very passionate, passionate about the fishery. Yeah. Passionate. You bet. Environmental, that's what we need people to uh, to educate, you know. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and again, I, I, I was so excited. Um, and that's why when, when I said that this morning uh, that you could actually join me. I know Saturday is a big charter day for you, but I, I saw the wind, was hoping maybe you'd be off this morning and we could touch on some of this. You had sent me that stuff about the proposed trout fishing changes, um, which I think, you know, need to come down the pipe as well. Um, and again, I, you know, it, 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 it makes, it, it pains my heart that people think it's all just self-serving because I'm a guide. You know, there's a lot of guides out there that, you know, I've got the radio shows, I have the TV show. Um, I've got other avenues for income. There's guys out there who only make their living fishing every single day, uh, on the water. Um, and again, they, you know, most of them that I talk to want the fishery protected as well. So you know, yeah. it is what it is. Anyway, you know, we're going to. These rules, too, statewide. You got Northwest five to three fish, Southwest four to three fish, Southeast four to two fish. Right. Southeast four to two fish, Northeast six to five fish. But what's important is everybody's given a little bit, all right? And of course, prohibited guides from keeping a bag limit or higher, they can't keep their limit towards the boat limit of people. Um, and I gotta, in uh, Northwest, they got a February closure. I got, I got to go to break. Okay. Got to go to break. We'll jump, jump on this on the other side. We'll be back. 970. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Audible Hearing Aid Studios, this is News Radio WFLA. Welcome back. Last big segment of the morning. A uh, couple of notes here. Real Animals Podcasts. Uh, new ones come out just about every Tuesday. You can check them out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and ritampabay.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And like I said, new episodes come out just about every Tuesday. Remember, we're doing a big Bull Bay Rods giveaway on the Real Animals social media sites on Facebook slash real animals and on instagram at real animals tv all you have to do is go there like us follow us follow bull bay rods like bull bay rods and you are in the running it's going to be uh, we're going to give the rod away on may 10th so you've got a couple weeks to do this but i uh, highly recommend you get in there's a lot of people chimed in since we put the post up so uh make sure you check that out for sure. Remember, Furman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram of Newport Ritchie, the last Tuesday in May, we're going to be there. And 11 May, we're going to be out there talking about this topic right here, guaranteed, uh, out there uh, at Lazy Days from 11 to 3 on that Saturday, 11 May. Come on out and see us, Reeling Freedom and Cleanse Oil and everybody, all the real animal, a bunch of the real animals partners are coming on out. Mike Mahoney will be there. Captain Ben Marshall as well. So come on out and see us 11 to 3 at Lazy Days. Let's get our safe boating tip of the week from our good friend, Captain Jim Fogle. Jimmy, thanks for hanging on there, buddy. We, uh, yeah, we fired. Yeah. Good morning, Captain Mike, Captain Scott. Fired some people up today. So we had. Yeah, to- yeah. Uh, one, one thing before I get started here is, you know, I've been fishing in Louisiana usually once a year, once a year for years and years and years and they always require non-residents to buy a license even for one day right Uh, the captain's license does not cover it they got a lot of other problems but they do charge for that yep yep okay i'm going to talk about not overloading your boat good idea boats that are less than 20 feet in length must have a capacity plate on the boat it tells you the number maximum number of persons or weight of persons on board in pounds, not or, but and. So in other words, you can't have 10 kids on board if there's a five-person license. The maximum carrying weight of the boat in pounds and the maximum horsepower. Uh, powering standards do not apply to inboards. But remember, those capacity plate limits are, and they're on larger boats too. I, You know, it's a, my 24 has capacity plate also, and, and a lot larger boats have capacity plates. Um, but they're good for normal operating conditions. In rough seas, bad weather, operating in congested areas, you really ought to have a lighter load than whatever that capacity plate says. Absolutely. And for larger boats, you know, a general rule of thumb is only have as many people on board as you've got built-in seats. Now, beanbags are okay. In fact, I prefer beanbags if we're going way offshore. 
Um, I mean, I think most of us heard about this pontoon boat with 13 people on it that sank a few weeks ago. I did yeah. not. I didn't hear about 20 it. Twenty foot pontoon boat. Wow. Thirteen people. Yeah. Wow. And I'll bet anybody any amount of money they want. They didn't have life jackets for all thirteen. Yeah. Two or three of them didn't even have, couldn't even swim, but they didn't have life jackets on either. And they went out in conditions that most of us wouldn't go out in a forty footer. Right. So you know you got to use common sense. I don't care what the capacity place says. If you can't walk around without having to make two or three people move, it's too doggone overloaded. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, I'll let you go for the Coast Guard Auxiliary in St. Peter's. Jim Fogle, be safe out there. Always rock solid, Jimmy. We appreciate you, brother. brother. Thanks, pal. Coast Guard Auxiliary hooking us up there big time. It's interesting that uh, our good friend Captain Lisa Fitzgerald would join us this morning from CCA Florida and the CCA Florida Star Tournament as we are uh, obviously joined here all morning with, by Captain Scott Moore and, uh, and, and the topic, uh, big topic of conversation this morning, the snook closure and redfish closure and trout limits being changed and all that. How are you this morning, Lisa? I am wonderful, Captain Mike. How are you? We're good. We're good. We just got everybody all fired up. We, as soon as you say snook closure, seems to stir the pot. People lose their mind a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, I think if they put in perspective, um, losing your mind over losing a fishery, um, man, there's a big difference there. I agree. If, if, if something isn't done um, to enhance and give Mother Nature the opportunity to uh, recuperate, she's we're going to be in we're going to be in trouble. So um, I think abstinence, if you want to call it that, we have a little bit of um, uh, of self control. We can catch them. We just can't keep them. Right. Which to I mean, me to me is the greatest part. I love to eat fish. Fish is, you know, it's delicious treat. But it, it's I'd much rather catch them than eat them. <laughs> I just, oh my god! I just much rather you know, catch them than eat them. And I'm telling you, I'm a I'm a, a big time hunter. Yeah. And me too. You know, when I'm hunting, and I see that big tom roll in, and I'm looking at him, and I'm calling him in, and I'm going, you know, I'm calling you in, and I'm going to whack you if you're big <laughs> enough. As soon as you get there, man, if I were fishing, I could I could hook him up, bring him to the boat, bring him in the blind check his spurs out, and then release him, wouldn't that be awesome? So, yeah. I mean, there's a big, there's a big <laughs> That's difference. <great. laughs> that's great. It is great, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think, think about it. The same way with, and that's what's so cool anymore about, um, you know, these great cameras that you can put on your, your guns and you can put, instead of killing an animal, you can actually take a picture of it, and that's your trophy, not the, the harvest. Right. But the same way with a fish. Oh my gosh, are we not so blessed to be able to get that big forty-inch snook up, get a right. picture of her, do it right, be in the water with her, keep her in the water, get a really great picture, something that you can put on your wall, you can share with people. You can't share a mount. I mean, you can have yeah. someone over for dinner, but you can't share a mount. And a forty-incher is not legal to keep anyway. But holy crap, people! Yeah. I, I mean, agree. I agree. 
Yeah, I, and I know I'm 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 probably more of a a, a zealot than than most on on not keeping fish, but it's um we're we're doing I think FWC is doing a good job of trying to to um you know sustain our fisheries while um while we're going through these hardships and it's just going to continue to get harder and harder as more and more people move to the state. And as we see these road systems being put through and these new developments and all the stuff that's happening with Florida, we're going to, we're really going to need to pay attention to what we're doing. No doubt. That's been our theme here all morning. Let's talk real quick about CCA star tournament. The tournament is right around the corner and uh, things are coming at us pretty quick here, huh? Pretty exciting. May 25th is the start of the competition. If you don't know about us, you should go online, CCA Florida Star. It is the largest family-friendly fishing competition in the state of Florida. Over 100 days of fishing, a half a million dollars in prizes. 100000 of that is in youth scholarships. You can win brand-new trucks from Conley Buick. Uh, you can win... Um, contenders on rolls axle trailer all powered by yamaha you've got a pathfinder carolina skiff hughes um, salt marsh skiff um, relentless boat piranha boats we've got stump knocker boats you name it there's a boat in almost every single division or a yamaha motor it's just a great tournament to be in and you do not have to harvest your fish in order to win. You catch it, take a picture of it, submit it through the app. We do a random drawing, and you have a chance to win. It's a beautiful thing, absolutely beautiful yes, thing. Sir. Yep, and we yes, know sir. we know well, people that have won. Excited. Good. And we want to get people involved. Um, they can go online. They can call us on the phone eight four four three eight seven seven eight two seven. We can get you registered. Um, don't forget, um, you can register even after the competition starts. Um, there's just so many great things going on. We have iHeartRadio involved with us this year, and they're going to be helping support us. And um, they're the um, tagged redfish division sponsor. So if you're getting involved in the tagged redfish division, thank iHeartRadio for all that they do for us. And nice. um, it's just going to be a cool tournament this year. It's a cool tournament every year and a, and a great opportunity <laughs> a great opportunity for everybody to get involved in CCA, become a CCA member, help us make a difference in our fishery. Again, CCA doing such a great job right now. They're you know, releasing a lot of juvenile redfish into our fishery and in uh, cooperation with Duke Energy and uh, just a lot of great things that CCA is doing. Lisa Fitzgerald, Captain, you are doing a great job yourself. We look forward to the launch of this tournament and uh, keep us posted. Keep all the great social media stuff coming. I share it on all my social media sites so people can be up to speed. Go to ccaflorida.org or ccaflstar.com for more information on this great event and how you can become part of the solution. Lisa, we appreciate you. Thank you, and thanks, Captain Scott, for all you do for CCA, and and just uh, you're you're a wonderful person and an icon in the industry. Thanks so much. Thank you. No doubt. Thanks, Lisa. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye. Good job. Always. She's doing a great job. She has been such a blessing to CCA. You don't to want to CCA. be next to her, buddy. No. <laughs> no. You'll have a 
<laughs> you get embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she and she's a little competitive too. She don't want you to show her yeah, up she's neither. So really good at fishing too. Yeah. Oh, you. she can fish. She's, Ain't no doubt. Great that angler. You bet. She's doing a great job with that, uh, Mike. And and of course, and you've always promoted. We promote CCA Coastal Conservation Association. If you fish out there and you don't belong to that organization, there's something wrong with you. Shame on you for sure. Let's get another quick call yeah. in here. Let's go to Captain Mike down to Big Pine Key. Mike, how are you? Hey guys, how you doing, Captain Scott, Captain Mike? We're doing beautiful all right. Day, beautiful day down here in the Keys. Listen, you touched a you touched a nerve. You know, I'm originally a Manatee County boy, and there weren't many captains back in the day that roamed Manatee County. But there was a big green boat that uh, everybody knew that was Captain Scott Moore running around <laughs> right. back, in, back in the day. Listen, if we are so forward thinking back in the day where we had bumper stickers that said save our snook before we could buy fishing licenses if we were so yeah. forward thinking that we could shut down our redfish before we were all licensed then we can be very forward thinking now that we all have to be licensed whether we're recreational anglers whether we fish from shore whether we wade or whether we have a boat whether we go with the captain y'all people need to take a take a uh take a page out of the book of what the keys do inshore fishermen they fish for a grand slam you know those fish don't come in you know i ask people myself i say uh what do you want to catch you know do you want to take some take a few fillets back to go to a hook and cook which every restaurant does down here i don't come back with full full loads of fish from offshore i don't do that at all and uh there's another nice way uh, Live Release Mounts does a great certificate, which uh, yep. if people are excited about a picture they get, I print. I still print up their pictures, put them with a Live Release uh, certificate, frame it up, and send it to them. There's lots of ways to save our fish, and uh, the keys are very so forward ahead, it seems like. And, uh, you know, that we have trout and redfish and snook in the Everglades, once you hop on the Key Largo, uh, the tre- those fish don't disappear. They're all they're stacked in there, and we have to be uh, we have to be forward thinking like we were many many years ago. So if we can be licensed and and have all the regulations now, we can do it even better than we did it back when I was a kid growing up in Bradenton. So I just want to get my two cents in. Great call, Mike. Absolutely fantastic. Great. We love your input, my friend. You guys take care. Good fishing. Come Good on down. Fishing to the down there. Beautiful. Thanks, brother. Good stuff. Good stuff right there. We're going to take a short break here. When we come back, we got our short segment before we wrap things up here with Captain Scott Moore. We'll be back 970 WFLA. <coughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
WFLANews.com, on your phone with the iHeartRadio app, and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. WFLA, an iHeartRadio station. I want to put a big thank you out to all of the rednecks who called in today. We appreciate all of you very much. Going to take one more quick call here, and then we're going to wrap things up with Captain Scott Moore. Let's go to Ron in Tampa. Ron, you're up quick. What you got? All right, good morning. Uh, I want to I want to do better than the six six inch sea bass I caught a couple weeks ago. So, how's the the tarpon out off uh, near the uh, skyway? Well, we've had a few tarpon showing up, but it's a little early yet. I don't, are you seeing much tarpon action yet? I know there's a few fish around, but I don't think we're in full blown tarpon season yet. Do you, Scott? No, that <clears throat> that big blow we had last yeah. week. Yeah, it settles stuff down. Um, uh, They'll, if it's settled, if this weather will settle out, they'll show up real yeah, big time. I agree. Yeah, we need just a, we just need things to get right. Anytime you get a west wind, uh, that west wind, especially a big west wind, them tarpon will put their nose into it and ride offshore a little bit. They don't like that dirty beach. So yeah, that's uh, where we're gonna we're gonna head off a little bit a little bit uh, west of the skyway. I'm I'm not trying to hide a secret spot from you. I just no, no, where we're going. Yeah, so. tarpon tarpon's <laughs> just not gonna be your deal. Um, it it just won't be quite yet, I don't think. Water's uh, pretty chilly too. Yeah, They're water's still cool. Wood. Yeah, sixty six yep. degrees this morning. So, um, you know, I I don't think tarpon will be your deal. Kingfish probably still around on that hard bottom offshore, especially if that water cleaned up a little bit from that blow last week, like Scott said. So, um, that would be my guess. Tarpon probably going to be a you tough, have tough fun. deal. Tons of sharks. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, sharks. there's a lot of sharks. Well, a bad day on the boat is better than a good day in the office. <laughs> Amen, Ron. Yeah. Thanks for the call, brother. We appreciate you. All right. Thanks for Have listening. Weekend, guys. All right, buddy. Good stuff. Scott, thank you so much for uh, giving us some time and some input this morning. I uh, appreciate very much your uh, your input and your friendship uh, over the years here. Um, you know, you, you always do a great job keeping me in the know when things are going on, and uh, it means a great deal to not only me but uh, the rest of the fishing community here on Florida's West Coast. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for everything you do too, um, and educating the people. And you know, we'll, it'll come around. We'll, we just got to keep pounding and explaining to people the reason why we do these things. And but believe me, some people aren't, aren't going to agree. But put it out there. Get your input in there. And you know, we love our fishery. Yeah. And think of it. Think about how many people are actually fishing here, and how many fish we're still catching because of management. Sure. Well, and you know, Good everybody. I, I don't want to. I don't want anybody to think either. You know, uh, you know, Richard earlier. You know, I, 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 I like the conversation. So, you know, yes. it's not necessary. I mean, it, yes, it's my show, and I get to host it, uh, and all that. I'm super blessed in that way. But, but I, you know, if you don't agree with me, please feel free to call in. I mean, nobody's. You know, we're not we're not shooting anybody here. We're you know we're not going to hang you from the highest tree here. It's just a. Uh, it's just a you know a conversation, and again, I I think it's refreshing to get Richard's take on that kind of stuff. You know, there on the South Shore, just you know, what are you seeing? What you know, how do you feel about it? I mean, a lot of people have been fishing here a lot longer than I have, so you know that input is is always fantastic. You know, we heard a, a great word from uh, from your son Justin there, who by the way is is turning into one heck of a conservationist and a, and a great leader in our fishery in his own right. Um, so good job there. And, uh, you know, we'll keep chopping wood, join CCA, become a part of the solution and, uh, help us make a difference. Scotty, we, uh, we do appreciate you, my friend, and and we'll talk to you soon. All right. You bet. Good fishing, everybody. 
Thanks, Have pal. A good day. You too, buddy. Good stuff right there. Our good friend, Thanks, Captain up. Scott Moore. Whoa. You got him? There you go. There you go. There we got him. I hope everybody has a great weekend. We got lousy tides tomorrow. Um, I mean, it was really lousy today. Uh, but going to be pretty lousy tomorrow. Things will pick up as we get into the week here, headed for that uh, new moon. We'll make things better. Remember, we're doing that big giveaway on our Facebook page and Instagram. The Instagram is at TV, all one word. Make sure you get there, like the pages, and uh, put yourself in the running for that killer Bull Bay Rod, about a $200 gig. Uh, we're giving Richard our uh, Gator Jim's Signature Series rod for today for uh, the great call he gave us this morning and stirring the pot. So uh, uh, hopefully uh, Richard will talk to us again in the future. Reggie, great job as always, my friend. We appreciate you, everybody that tuned in on the Facebook live feed there. If you want to re-listen to any of this stuff, it'll be up there on the Facebook page. You can go check it out at Facebook slash Real Animals. I hope everybody has... A fantastic, fantastic Saturday. Tune in tomorrow morning at 95.3 WDAE and AM 620 for the Team Mahoney Company Real Animals Radio Show. Tight lines, everybody. We're out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.